0: Welcome, and thank you for tuning into Modern Aged Middle Life, a podcast brought to you by Emily Baum and Graham Jarvis, comedy writers addressing modern day confusions for the middle aged. I had a rumour today uh-huh. that once we've gone ahead and done Brexit, that if you're a UK citizen, you're going to get an additional in holiday charge per night when you go into the EU. Why? They probably need to cost cut for the amount of extra chips they're going to have to get in for British people staying in their hotels.
1: That explains something I've heard about this week, which is they've stopped the toll on the Severn Bridge.
0: Yes, I heard that.
1: For the first time in centuries, there's not going to be any cost for English people or Welsh people to cross into the other country. Mm -hmm. That's probably because we don't want to bother going to the EU. That is true. Mm
0: -hmm. I thought they were only having the toll in place for the Severn Bridge, but it was in place to pay off what they spent on the bridge. But apparently they did that years ago and a French company took over and it just went, (laughs) just leave the toll in place. Why not? It's a money-making thing. Uh Exactly. So do you like a holiday?
1: I love holidays when I'm actually there.
0: What does that mean?
1: Well, I don't do the thinking about it and organising it bit.
0: You outsource that to somebody like (laughs) (laughs) TripAdvisor. Well, I just wouldn't get
1: round to it. But when it comes to the day when the cab arrives and we're actually about to go, I love it. I don't like the airporty bit. But generally, holidays I
0: love. What do you love about holidays when you get there?
1: Well, the first thing I love, I think, is the wonderful weather. You step out of the plane... Oh, heat hits you because we only go to airports where they haven't really got a big building or the air conditioning's broke cheap holidays humberside airport Cleethorpes, that sort of thing i love just relaxing no responsibility
0: chill haven't you got children graham <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> yeah i leave them in charge they days for two weeks jill and i can relax you know
0: <laughs> Pretend they're not yours.
1: That's right. I mean, Jill organises it down to a fine art.
0: Ah, so uh, she gets all the kids clubs in place and the activities while you lay. Well, while we both lay. lay, And how about you? Do you like holidays? I do. I love a holiday. I'm not a fan of the travel bit beforehand, same as you, but that's because my daughter is disabled, as you know, and I've usually got an elderly relative in tow. So travelling to and from the airport is really very stressful. You have to push a wheelchair, pull a suitcase, by then suddenly realising we've lost Auntie Sheila again, because she has a habit of wandering off willy-nilly, whilst my daughter Ellie is going, are we nearly there yet, or can I have a sandwich? But then once we get to the airport, airport particularly Heathrow they're brilliant with my daughter we usually get VIP treatment and we end up in the back of one of those little motorized cars that tutored everybody and try and run them over Mm -hmm. so that next holiday they're just as disabled as the people in that car (laughs) so they get to ride (laughs) in the little car
1: too. I went in one of those little cars you talked about and I'm not old enough and I'm not disabled. I got to the airport early thinking that because I was only going to Europe I didn't need a passport Mm -hmm. so I went up to the desk and said if I'm flying to Germany do I need a passport? And she looked at me as if I was a crazy simpleton. Can I I do
0: the noise that I'm sure everyone that's now listening would have liked to have made?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I rang up Jill and said, apparently you need a passport for Germany. And she sort of made that. Jill
0: said, (laughs) Yeah. You're the person that runs onto the plane at the last minute. No, no not even runs on. Actually, saunters on, looking no. cool as a cucumber, well, having forgotten their passport. Even though we've all been sat on the plane waiting for yeah, you to turn up. I got the up. look. I got the look. We hate you. Yeah, but the
1: thing was, I could have gone from the desk to the aeroplane really quick. I If could you have brought run. your
0: passport, you would have gone
1: quicker. Yeah, but I could have run. But no, they insisted I went in one of those little vehicles with the orange light on in the top the car. of a stick.
0: I like going to holiday destinations that are a little bit different. I always like the idea of a city break, for example, and then the reality of it I hate, because I don't really like cities.
1: OK. But I keep
0: booking city breaks. You've
1: got, you've got a problem here.
0: But city breaks, I think, are always a really good idea. And if you live in the country, you think, oh, we are going on a city break. We'll go to Budapest. We'll go to Prague. It'll be exciting. We'll have a wonderful time. New York, the time of year is beautiful. You get there and you go, there's lots of people. It's very loud. It smells bad. <laughs> I can't find a taxi. I can't understand what they're speaking. How do these trains work? Why are these pavements not the right way round? I mean, everything <laughs> is right. just like...
1: Ugh! Yeah, they've all got an underground, but it's their own version, yeah, isn't I know. it? know. By the time you've learned it, your weekend breaks over.
0: And I hate feeling like a pathetic tourist. Mm. Do you know what? The people I trip over in Piccadilly Circus who drive me up the wall because they're sort of mumbling and battering around. That's me on the metro in Paris trying to find a ticket. Like, I've suddenly lost all my ability at common sense. And I'm sort of going, oh, I don't know where... Where do I put my money? How do I get... And I'm not a bad French speaker, so I could probably have pigeoned my way through it, but I seem to turn into my mother. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> I sort of get a bit Joyce grenville we went to Portugal in March and we followed signs to the station we thought we needed to be at. And then about 10 minutes, 15 minutes later, we passed the exact same spot looking for this place. We just got in some huge circle, even though we think we followed the signs faithfully.
0: I've been watching a TV series on Netflix called Dark Tourist. Oh, Have you seen it?
1: No, a bit scary.
0: It's not about people going on a holiday in the dark. It's um, Although that would be quite funny. I would watch that. <laughs> Guess where you are tonight? <laughs> 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 Uh, this is about people that pay a lot of money to go to unusual spots on the globe. Like, they might go to Chernobyl so they can experience radiation firsthand. What? <laughs> yeah, genuinely. They went to some woods in Japan, which is synonymous with people feeling depressed and hanging themselves. Oh. They went to ghost towns, all sorts of stuff. But it's dangerous and it's a little bit off the beaten track. And usually it's quite morbid.
1: People pay for people this. People pay
0: lots of money.
1: And this is classed as a holiday.
0: Yeah. Because they're desensitised by TV, so they want to feel something. So they will go with their Geiger counters and they will go off and they want to experience what it's like to be near radiation.
1: Whoa, that is crazy. And as you say, dangerous. I mean, how much radiation do they need before they'll stop watching TV?
0: (laughs) Well, it was quite funny as they're going around this little village in the middle of uh, the back end of Chernobyl and the Geiger counters are going through the roof. It's like nine on the radiation level. And they say to the guy, what's a sustainable or what's a healthy level of radiation? Yeah, you should...
1: (laughs) Now, I think my equivalent of that sort of holiday Mm. would be watching people fill their plates at the buffet bar at a everything-paid-for holiday. The lady, who clearly doesn't need that much food, but she's got to see if she can make a 30 centimetre high dish, she'll sort of do it all and then suddenly be aware that people are watching her to see if she manages to get more on her plate and go all delicate and perhaps just put an olive at the very top.
0: (laughs) Try and make it look elegant you mean like when you go to an all-inclusive resort and people feel like it's an international training camp for overeaters anonymous that's right and drinking uh yeah. there were some cruise ships i've seen this firsthand i saw a lady literally putting toast and scrambled eggs in her handbag before she got a disembarked toast and scrambled, and scrambled eggs. eggs she literally just was shoving it in the bottom of her handbag like she was going to be nibbling it in the coach on the way back from southampton what see i, I don't like the idea of cruise because this far too many people on a cruise ship but a friend of mine was working on a cruise ship and he invited me and Chris to come and see what the the ship was like and it was amazing and he offered us a treatment in the beauty rooms I thought that was generous of him that's nice and then I had to sign a bit of paper that said if you have a heart attack you won't sue the cruise company that's a bit odd I'm only having a beauty treatment it's probably only massage something like that said and if you have any adverse effects you won't sue the cruise company this is a bit weird signed it didn't think anything of it my best friend joe was there as well and she was going to have a treatment and this lady came out she said right you're having a seaweed wrap joe went oh fabulous it's all free fantastic she potted off went to have her seaweed wrap a rather large lady with industrial gloves came out and said right you're with me i was like what the hell am i having done i thought oh, I must be a seaweed wrap everyone's having a seaweed wrap got in there and she went now do you want to wear your own knickers or do you need paper ones sorry she said, I think it's probably best if you put paper knickers on. Are you all right with no top half on? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is this a seaweed wrap? Are we having a seaweed wrap? She went, no, you're having a specialist weight loss treatment. Oh, God. I said, all right, thanks for pigeonholing me. I said, what is that? She said, you're basically going to lie on a mat and I'm going to put this special cast on you that's going to harden and we're going to put some electrodes on your stomach and it's going to help release the fluid in your body and it's going to help you lose weight. Okay. So she started to cling film my thighs. I had to wear paper knickers. I lay in what looked like a changing mat from a toddler's nursery while well, she put electrodes on my stomach and oh. then poured blue liquid all over me. And then she made the electrode start while the blue liquid started to harden. All very cold and very uncomfortable. But the pinnacle moment for me was when she went, and now I'm going to open the door. <laughs> she opened the door and people were allowed to walk in and see me having the treatment because it was a promotional morning for those people joining the cruise to see if they wanted to come for this wonderful weight loss treatment i was sighing, it looked like <laughs> i'd shit a smurf <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> and i covered myself in it
1: that must have been good for your self-worth though because <laughs> they obviously would have picked someone who looked like they'd successfully lost a lot of weight
0: it was terribly embarrassing very drafty and i had to have therapy for years. But I left, washed myself off, had to shower myself off, this stuff was like concrete. You I had had to get to do off. Yeah. Came out and said to my friend Jo, I said, What was your treatment like? She said, Oh, it was lovely, very relaxing I said, But didn't you find it weird when they opened the door? She went, No. No one opened the door for mine. It was just me.
1: Yeah. Just you, me. You.
0: Exposing myself to p It's the captain's table. Everyone wants to get on the captain's table. Why? I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe he's got more fish fingers than the other tables.
1: <laughs> Presumably he invited you as the follow-up to paper roses, paper knickers. <laughs>
0: the knickers. Oh, I recognise yeah, you. Yeah, pique. Look slightly more red than blue than you
1: did earlier. Is he a real captain then, or do you think they put an actor in there?
0: No, I think he's the real one. But then I'd worry who was driving the boat while he was having... Yeah. I'd love to ask what their experience is. Have you been captaining for long?
1: I did eight years at the (laughs) Hopes Rowing Boat Park.
0: (laughs) And then I got off a promotion. Here I am. As I've gotten older, I do love an all-inclusive. I do. There's nothing better than saying, can I have a beer? What beers have you got on draft? And then they say, we've got Los Lobos. (laughs) (laughs) So then I go, What? What yeah. type of beer is that thing? Like it's a local beer. Oh. And you're I just thought like, it. No, you're not. It's a cheap beer. Oh, a Really, I really saw...
1: cheap, cheap beer. I thought it was a musical group. <laughs>
0: I'm sure it is. <laughs> you know that they're redecorating the rooms by using the beer as paint stripper. <laughs> it's that bad. And the food quality is pretty iffy, but I do like an all-inclusive. There's nothing better than pottering up to the bar and going, I'll have a cappuccino and them not asking for money like your royalty. Yeah, but checking the VIP. colour of your wristband. Yes. I no, used to be you... a holiday rep in an all-inclusive resort and the amount of people that would come up to me and say, if I use this wristband anywhere in the hotel, I can get free food and drink. And I'd say, yes, yeah, self-explanatory but maybe not and then they'd say so if i go into town and i show the man who owns the bar in town my wristband he'll give me free food and drink no (laughs) it's not like a global free wristband walk down the local pub and go i've got a wristband everything here should be free but people really struggle to get their head around the fact that everything as soon as they landed in destination was not free because they had this magic green plastic wristband that
1: is terribly sad isn't
0: it it's really sad but this goes back to people going on holiday leaving their brains on the plane
1: yeah because they haven't got a clue at least i left my brain at home when i tried to get to germany (laughs) what i've loved about some holidays are people who do scuba diving oh yeah and ever so many of them love it so much they say they want to become scuba diver instructors and set up their own business Really? It's almost like a drug.
0: Yeah. No, I can't see the appeal there. No. I fell in a canal once, that was enough for me. That would explain that waft <laughs> as you came in. <laughs> and the fact uh, I've inherited a shopping trolley. <laughs> <laughs> people do learn things on holiday, though, that they take too far. Like people who go on these extreme sports cycling holidays, oh. and they cycle around Menorca and Majorca, or they run across a desert, and that's their holiday. Well, it's big business. Middle-aged men, typically, and yes, I am being gender specific, but middle-aged women too, they'll go and they will do some sort of an extreme sport for a week whether it's cycling hill climbs or whatever running holidays but it's all about that and i think if you've got 25 days a year of your holiday to take you've got to do what you love there's Mm got to be a limit
1: does this differ a lot to skiing because that's very oh
0: yeah that's true isn't it i suppose that's an exercise holiday yeah, I imagine. But then they justify that by eating too much and getting tanked at the bottom of the hill, don't they?
1: Tennis isn't that thing that people do. Do you do a tennis do? holiday? I think people go to schools
0: to that improve their tennis. That sounds very effeminate, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm going on a school. I'm going on a tennis holiday this year, Marjorie. <laughs> I can't wait to improve the strength of <laughs> my wrist. My backhand has been lagging for many moons. I just go, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm going on a country dancing holiday.
1: I met somebody recently that does a lot of ping pong. Yeah. This is not on holiday, but they complain about the state of the place where they do the ping pong. It's a local school. Yeah. And to my astonishment, it's in the kitchen area. Yeah. I'm like, well, why would you play ping pong in a kitchen area? And apparently it's lethal because the kids might have left half eaten sausage or something. This is England, you see. That's why people go on holiday to play things like tennis.
0: <laughs> I thought they were trying to liven up ping pong and make it an extreme sport by doing it in the kitchen. <laughs> the extreme sport, yeah. Playing <laughs> like like, with flaming balls yeah. today, kids. Come yeah.
1: on. That'll make you move. How slippy that cauliflower <laughs> cheese was. <laughs> brilliant I've never liked custard skin I like it less now oh. gyms across the country putting olive oil on the floor now see how quickly you can play well, the gyms close down as the schools start making huge profit <laughs> From all the table tennis. Geniuses that, is that we've got. In. Yeah, and all the kids have to go to the gym. We end up with fit kids. The end of the fatness problem.
0: God forbid. Yeah, I think
1: we might be onto a solution We here. might be. This yeah. could
0: be another, another invention of ours. Extreme ping-ponging. But I wouldn't go on holiday for a week to ping-pong. I've
1: got to say, is that an island off Japan?
0: <laughs> no, but I wouldn't pay thousands of pounds no, to I... ping-pong for a week, would you?
1: No. I wouldn't do it to go cycling. I'd be embarrassed about what colour your.
0: Like her outfit was.
1: Yeah. I At least mean,
0: if you're cycling, you're seeing some of the destination, you're getting fit, you're doing what you love. If you're ping ponging, you're in a room. Well, you might be ping ponging from room to room. I don't know. You might have to play in different ping pong locations. But you're indoors. That doesn't sound like fun. When
1: I used to cycle, when I was much younger, as a mm, kid, when you had a paper round. <laughs> yes, that's right. The thing I didn't like about cycling, two things. One, the seat, which often seemed uncomfortable. Mm. And the other thing was your hands were so stationary that your wrists started aching. You're always mm. moving yourself about like that. But at least ping pong, you develop a good wrist action.
0: That is very true. And we, we all know how important a good wrist action is, yeah. particularly when you're a ping ponger.
1: I think there is something to be said for playing ping pong.
0: There is, but I wouldn't spend money on doing it for a week, no. no. Would you spend money on doing anything active Activity on holiday? One. I don't know, a karaoke holiday. That would be quite fun. Okay. Karaoke and binge drinking. That could be an activity, that could be extreme sports.
1: He's a lot of gargling, wouldn't he, really, to gargling? prepare salt for karaoke, wouldn't he? I think you'd be so tanked you
0: wouldn't care by it. <laughs> Play a 50th rendition of I Will Survive with Half a Bottle of Tequila and you know there really care. can't feel anything, can't feel my legs. I just think if you're being a dark tourist and you're challenging yourself and taking yourself to these unknown places, I think there's nothing sicker than drunken karaoke for a week. Yeah, That's a proper mental challenge, that is. That dark tourist, did you yeah, say? Yeah, dark tourists. How many go on those holidays? Quite a few, it's, it's becoming more of a popular thing. So when I was younger, I used to think a dark tourist was my mother who would just put Factor 2 on and end up looking like Furniture by <laughs> the time she finished. Yeah, it's well, quite reasonable to think that. I'd be worried because
1: there's also the thing about escape rooms. Yes. A lot of people do. So I'd be worried if that combines with, say, staying in Chernobyl and they block you in a radioactive room, so you've got an hour to get out. Or well, there is another it.
0: holiday you can do where you get to experience what it feels like to be kidnapped. And there's another one, again, dark tourism. You go to Mexico and you try and break across the border to America. And you experience what it's like to be an immigrant trying to make it into another country. And it's the one where you lose
1: all of of your property and wealth and they empty your bank accounts and shoot you.
0: I think that's the VIP package. Uh, Okay. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'll skip that one. I've never gone for the top end.
0: This is proper hardcore. Again, it's about experiencing things.
1: Yeah. Trying to
0: have extreme emotions, but knowing that you're in the safety of... Of a paid-for holiday that's at all protected.
1: A while ago, there was a case, wasn't there, about a guy who was a cannibal mm. and the guy he had been eating was actually volunteering to be eaten. What? Yeah. When was this? A year or two back. Don't want to know. Oh, but weird. how do
0: we know there's not vampire holidays, cannibal holidays? There's nothing to stop a theme, is there? Everyone <laughs> likes the Walking Dead. I'm sure there's a zombie holiday if I look hard enough. How Do you, do you like kids on holiday? Shouldn't, uh, shouldn't have said that after uh, talking about uh, vampirism, uh, should I? Gonna <laughs> 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 eat a whole one. Wow, how did you? Link that. Oh, i hate other people's children on holiday i've seen a little boy stand by the side of the pool on the top of the waterfall and pee in it
1: uh, and
0: yeah. it wasn't my child before anyone thinks it was. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible the noise children make on holiday and the ability that parents have to become deaf to their own children on holiday
1: we found that when we were on holiday the kids that were really badly behaved had scary parents, Mm. so that when we said to the rep, what's going on, they'd say, well, those kids are bullying your kids, so can you take your kid out so they've got nobody to bully? You'd say, well, why don't you take the bullies out? And they'd say, have you seen their parents? (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think probably you're lucky if you'd hung around a bit longer that kid peeing in the pool would be joined by his mum and dad they just thought it was a luxury toilet
0: (laughs) when i was a holiday rep i used to look after the kids in the kids club i learned so much about family dynamics on holiday i really really did there was a little girl that turned up into the kids club and she had a real tattoo on her ankle and she was eight years of age and her mum was a tattoo model I saw a little boy, I say little boy, he was ginormous. He had learning difficulties, but the language that he did have a firm grip on tended to be really bad swear words. (laughs) He was lovely, but then he developed sweary Tourette's and he'd just literally stand up and say really rude things in front of all the other children. That wasn't so good. But I did see, it's amazing what goes on behind closed doors. The amount of parents that got at absolutely hammered and left their children to run around the resort and just be policed by other parents that weren't drunk i spent a night in a hospital this isn't funny but i'll share anyway with an 11 year old called jack because his dad had got so drunk on tequila at the the free bar that he'd fallen in the shower smashed his head open and vomited all over himself and luckily i was staying in the hotel so jack was running to go and find help and he found me (laughs) which probably hoping for somebody much more mature but he got me um and i pulled this man out of the shower Showered him down, got him cleaned up, and I had to go and sit and hold his hand while he had the back of his head sutured up and shaved. But the worst part about the whole experience was he kept throwing up tequila. Now, the smell of tequila vomit... Oh, that was worse. That was really, 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 really bad. Did he have a
1: deep voice? I was just thinking it could be the origin of the song, you know, every now and then. (laughs) Tequila. (laughs) It was like <laughs> he went down, oh no, oh no, tequila. <laughs> so he he was started doing the samba.
0: He was one of those blokes that sort of says, I've had multiple motorcycle accidents, I can deal with any pain whatsoever. And then he's holding my hand crying while he's having his head sewn up. <laughs> and I was like, this is awkward. Was it proper
1: medical people doing the sewing? No, it was just me with a rusty needle and thread. Me and Jack were
0: doing some crafts.
1: Oh, you've got a permanent smile.
0: (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) And some marginal crochet in the back of your bonts now. (laughs) Something to brag to all your motorcycle mates when you get home. I do get fed up when my daughter's like, what are we doing now? Where are we going next? Can I have a nice lolly? I need a way. I've had Dara in the pool. Everybody run. (laughs) (laughs) My best friend keeps her kids very active on holiday. Literally, they're up at the crack of dawn, they're oh. out for breakfast, they're playing tennis, they're playing football. They're playing. Obviously, when you've got a child with disabilities that kind of limits the stuff that you can do with them we stay active we go and see as much as we can and and things like that but she won't be off playing football or tennis so it's quite nice though because even she sits there and she'll go oh good lord i wish they'd keep still for five minutes <laughs> and then she's become a teenager which is code for sloth she just lies on a sun lounger looking at her phone now
1: one thing we've discovered that scott hates is insects, flies, things like that. We're out there, lovely meal, in the shade, but a wasp travels perhaps two metres away. It's like, not touching it, I'm going, I'm out of here. That wasp, you don't know where it's been, might have been on seagull poo... I am not eating this. And he demands a fresh plate of food, which he doesn't get. No. So he just doesn't eat, which explains why he's not.
0: Is that why you go all inclusive? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because you get through so many plates of food. Oh, good God, Jill, put that in your handbag with the toast and the scrambled eggs because we're going to have to get them.
1: (laughs) No, the reason we go all all inclusive is so that when this happens continuously, I can just say, can I just have another drink? Yes. (laughs) Not all about the all inclusive food bit
0: like some lunch with your wine? No.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> did you do the kids' club?
1: We did do kids' clubs. The last time we did the kids' club, it was unfortunate. Or did he burn it, it was, down? No, nope, uh, but for a week, musical theatre type thing would right, be great. Yeah. All day, he would love it. We arrived there and we said, here he is.
0: It's all yours. Typical musical
1: theatre, had to make an entrance. It's me! You're welcome. And I said, um, ah, well tonight's the performance and we said well surely the performance is on the last day and they said today's the last day (laughs) we said that's ridiculous we've only got here today and they said yeah there's been a mix-up we think uh, in the booking Um, so it's there's no more musical theatre so we ended up doing stuff with other kids that have been there all week and so knew what they were doing. And they said, oh, because the other kids seem to know what they're doing and they don't seem to like the fact that he's just arrived and he's better than they are already, mm. um, we'll give him his own rep. So he then had like a bodyguard all week in the kids' clubs. They say, oh, tonight's film night. But because oh. they're accommodating, like, two-year-olds up to... 15-year-olds, they play safe by putting on... Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got the other way. Isn't that clown lovely, like... boys and girls? Isn't he funny on his miniature bicycle? <laughs> and no. tomorrow night, we're watching that classic with classic show tunes from child's play <laughs>
1: <laughs> poor lad he had to endure cinderella and all the oh. the first time round walt disney movies
0: right okay
1: yeah with all the kids cross-legged what they locked the toilets
0: uh, early, <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't think we're gonna have kids clubs in our world again how about no, you
0: yeah. we tried a kids club She escaped. We got a phone call from reception saying we've lost your child. Funnily enough, the girl's got cerebral palsy. Not the fastest runner in the world, but they still managed to lose her and not be able to catch her. She just had enough and she walked out and nobody thought to stop her or anything else. We're tearing her hair out. Finally located her. She hadn't gone too far, but then they said we can't have her again. She's too much of a liability. she's She'd obviously tunnelled out. She'd found a weak spot in the building. She'd (laughs) she'd been there for hours with a spoon. (laughs) She'd been coerced. Other children to help.
1: <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Media Music in association with Mac Entertainment.